Minus three is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesar's rewards. Must be 21 or older. Minus three with Dave Damashek. <laughs> Spoiler alert, 15 short minutes from now, you're going to know the final score of every NFL Week 7 game plus the best player props, so you have a decision to make. Do you want to know that information? I'm going to give you two seconds to decide. Two, one, fine. Now you just can't leave. Quick look in the rearview mirror. The fellas are ready to roll into week seven here. Damashek last week, six over, soaring now, 17 over on the season. Kevin Hedge, four under last week. Ooh, he's in the red now, one under six weeks through. Eddie Spaghetti, four over. Look at him, closer and closer to 500. And Brady Lemieux, the personification of our aggregated picks, Broke even last week. He's 11 over on the season. Much to do. If I'm curt with you, it's because time is a factor. I think fast, I talk fast, and I need you guys to act fast if we're going to get through this. All right, on to week seven. On to Arrowhead. Mahomes, Herbert, Swift, that crazy Chargers lady. All of it's coming together here uh, in the land of the Swifties, the big football issue is Brandon Staley in desperate need of a win. But at this point, it might be a matter of when, not if Jim Harbaugh trades in that M cap for a lightning bolt. Good news is the Chargers have consistently given the Chiefs a tough game in KC in this little mini era we're in. And when it comes to covering at home, the Chiefs haven't been world champs the last couple of years. It would be neat. If we could have Taylor and that charge, maybe they could like do a pregame fight right there at the 50, something like that. Maybe that like Flash Gordon versus Prince Baron whip fight that we saw in Flash. I don't know. Anyway, point is, I say that the Chiefs are going to win this one, but they are not going to cover par for the course there. Hedge, how say you? Uh there's no team that I've lost more money betting on in this in this era than the Chargers, and there's no team I've lost as much money betting against than the Chiefs. So you know I'm on the Chargers in this one. I, I they always play them tough. Good Lord, I cannot learn. But uh, I, I what like, are we doing, Hench? What are we I doing? Like, we have to. I do like it. the Chargers to keep it close again in Arrowhead. Chiefs win it 27-24. Spaghetti. Yeah, I mean, I'm going 33-30. Casey wins, but uh, the Chargers cover here, and I'll just throw out more stats. We're talking Three about three-car garage. When you hear that toot toot toot, means we're all betting that on the same side. Mahomes is seven and two in his career versus the Chargers. This stat though is insane. Talk about close games, and Herbert's in a lot of close games. Fifty-five games in his career, thirty-nine are one-score games, which is an absurdly high amount. Uh, but the Chargers are eighteen and twenty-one in those one-score games. We just saw it happen last week. So he does not win those close games. He doesn't have the clutch gene, so to speak. Uh, so the problem going with just to you know further uh, poop on Herbert here to throw an interception. It's plus one twelve. He's thrown thirteen interceptions in the fourth quarter of one score games since 2020 that is the highest mark in the nfl he just wow. finds a way to crumble at the end uh i'm sorry chargers fans uh, and, and the lady in the stands we saw in the game and i'm sorry justin herbert but going chiefs here and going to herbert interception 
Brady Lemieux agrees with us. Chief win, Chiefs win, but don't cover. And ooh, next, the Sunday night dandy Florida men led by their vaping wiseacre of a head coach heading up to play in the city of brotherly love. It's not a must-win situation, but it's a big one nevertheless, and it includes some history. Consider when Tua and Hurts step out onto the gridiron in their number one jerseys. It'll be the greatest matchup of two QBs, both wearing the number one in the history of people. Sorry, Kyler and Cam, a few years ago. Anywho, this one ought to be a shootout, and I'm sticking with my fins here. I say Miami gets it. 33-30, Hench, I'll say you. Man, we might we might only need one garage for the whole show. Um, you know, the Eagles have just been letting teams hang around, hang around, hang around, and then it bit them in the against the Jets when Jalen Hurts, by the way, you know, Mac Jones, that's his signature throw. The floater into coverage off the back foot. That's Mac Jones's throw, man. Come on, don't don't steal Mac Jones's throw. Jalen Hurts with the worst combination of execution and decision-making. And because they let the Jets hang around, it actually cost them the game. Well, the Dolphins don't just hang around. I mean, the Dolphins have the pedal to the metal. So I don't see the way the Eagles are playing anyway that they're going to come off the field with a victory. I like the Dolphins 33-27. Hmm, spaghetti. Yeah, I mean, I'm going Dolphins 31-27 here. <laughs> More of what, you know, Hench was saying, like the, the Eagles have been sloppy. A lot of games are close. I did pick the Jets last week. I had a feeling they were going to cover it and they won in that game outright. Um, you know, Hertz is not playing where you want to turning over an insane clip. Uh, whereas you look at the, you know, the Herbert versus two arguments right now. I think the Dolphins are happy. They were getting slammed for not taking Herbert. They have Tua. Mike Dale comes in. Their offense is just they're firing on all cylinders. So much motion, so much going on. But they look so smooth and they have two guys who score an incredible amount of touchdowns. That's Tyreek Hill and Raheem Mostert. First time ever in the history of this pregame show, I'm giving out a two-leg same-game parlay. Raheem Mostert, Tyree Kill to score. It's plus three, uh, plus 333. Nine touchdowns from Mostert, nuts. And six for Tyree Kill. It's a lot of touchdowns. They're both going to score in this game in a high-scoring game, in my opinion. So uh, put those together. You'll win a boatload of money. Boy, Spaghetti's talking fast. He gets the drill here. Brady Lemieux agrees. Dolphins win outright next. Lions in Charm City. Last time these two teams played, Justin Tucker set the record for longest field goal in the history of people. I think it was something like 88 yards or there about something like that. It was ridiculous. Where would this Ravens team be without Justin Tucker? Even with them, I've got the Lions here taking care of business. A lot of talk. Best team in the NFC. I don't know about that, but they do get this one. 24 to 23. Hench, I'll say you. Okay, finally, we need another garage. Uh, you know, whenever you're picking the Ravens, you're just basically saying, is, is the Ravens team that catches the ball going to show up or is the Ravens team that drops the ball going to show up? So I think this week the Ravens catch the ball. Uh, the Lions obviously very strong in all phases. I think it's a one-score game, but I like the Ravens to cover 27-20. Spaghetti. I'm going 26-20 Detroit here over Baltimore. I just feel like Baltimore has really been tested by a high-powered offense, so to speak. Yes, they did play the Bengals, but obviously Joe Burrow at that point was dealing with this calf injury. I just feel like this Detroit Lions team, even with their running back injuries right now, they're still looking great in the passing game. Jared Gossman, uh, awesome. Right now, him and Ben Johnson working magic together. So speaking of that, I do like the Jared Goff over one-and-a-half touchdown passes. It's minus 103, kind of creeping into the MVP conversation. Like I said, a lot of running back injuries to them right now. I know Gibbs is banged up. Montgomery's probably out. So I think they're going to rely on Jared Goff to make plays here. Plenty of weapons for him. I like the Jared Goff over and I like Detroit to win. 
Didn't seem it, it seems less and less insane every week when I said back in the spring Jared Goff's gonna have a better season than Lamar Jackson. Ooh, prescient stuff back in springtime there. Brady Lemieux sees it as a tie. Ergo, Brady Lemieux says bet the Lions. Next, Steelers visiting the Rams just as they did for Super Bowl 14 on their way to that fourth Lombardi title. And they also paid a visit to Southern California for super for the Super Bowl in the movie Heaven Can Wait. That's the one where Warren Beatty plays a dead guy who jumps into another guy's body to beat the Steelers in overtime in the Super Bowl. But that was fake and dumb. And that's why in this rubber match, I've got Pittsburgh by a whisker 20 to 19. Hench, how say you? Well, it's funny, you know, Spaghetti and I know who the luckiest team in the NFL is. And I know you won't you will never agree with this, but it's like the the difference would have been uh, if the Steelers didn't need Lawrence McCutcheon and his backup running back, whoever that was, not Jim Bertelson, not Colin Bryant to be hurt in order to beat the Rams in the Super Bowl back in the Steel Curtain days. But Wendell Tyler. Of course, Kyron Williams is hurt. Of course, Rivers is hurt. Of course, the the Rams will have to be one-dimensional in the one dimension that TJ Watt and Alonzo Highsmith want you to have to be one-dimensional. And of course, everything works out for the Steelers as it always does, even though they're not very good. They win this game 23-19 against the banged-up one-dimensional Rams. Oh, so gracious in your pick. Spaghetti, how say you? I'm going 24-20 Rams here over the Steelers. I think it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a close game. This is the hardest one for me to pick uh, by far here. But, you know, the Rams are averaging 23 points per game, which is kind of a shock to us. No one really bought into the Rams in this offseason. The Steelers, on the other hand, are averaging 15.8 points per game. They only have six offensive touchdowns, which is uh, the last in the league tied with my Giants. So I think there's a big gap there. And, you know, Hench mentioned it, the injury to Kyron Williams and to Rivers. So both running back one and running back two are out, which means it's going to be the Stafford show throwing to his uh, litany of receivers here and cups back two straight games over 100 yards. I think the Steelers are a tough defense, a smart defense. They will do what it have to take uh, to get him out of the game, which means Puka Nakua over 59 and a half receiving yards minus 117 there. Uh, I think it'll be the Puka show with Cup kind of uh, being forced out here with the Steelers great de- uh, defensive backs, but Rams still win the game 24-20. For the record, I am obviously going to root for the Steelers, but I will delight in saying it over and over again. Let me squeeze in a quick break here. Let me ask you a question, Eddie Spaghetti. Why should you bet with Caesars Sportsbook? Ah, Before you answer, two words, Caesars Rewards. Those are the two words. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. I'm talking about hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, even more than just that. It's not only an app, it's an empire. 21 plus must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 
Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Okay, on to Buffalo v. New England. It's the Bills v. Bill Belichick. The hoodies, dark powers feel diminished this year. And Josh Allen is looking to show he's still strong with the force after barely surviving the Giants in week six. I say it's the Bills relatively easily, 22 to 10. Hench, I'll say you. Uh, I can't believe I'm doing this given that most of my wins have been picking against the Patriots this year. But um, the Bills, as, as Spaghetti's Giants demonstrated last week, The Bills have a a penchant to get one-dimensional. And last week against the Giants, that one dimension got one-dimensional. They were only throwing to digs. I mean, I don't have to tell Gabe Davis owners that the the Bills were only throwing to Stephon Diggs. Now, I know the old man is in his aphasia phase of his decline, (laughs) but if he can still do one thing, it's probably take away what the other team does best. And if you take away digs, the Bills are not going to cover that big number. So I say the Bills to win 24-17, Patriots plus eight and a half wins. Spaghetti, how say you? I'm going 26-14 Bills here over Patriots. Um, It's weird to call this kind of like a rebound game for the Bills because they did win last week, but it didn't really feel like a win. Everyone kind of knows the Giants were robbed, but that's that's a different story here. Um, You know, there have been reports coming out about the Patriots too, about like, they're, they're not even restructuring contracts with the other guys they want to keep around because they want to actually tank. I feel like the tank on purpose is like slowly kind of happening. Maybe the one last hurrah with Bill getting his uh, his new quarterback here. So uh, I just don't think they're going to be a lot of, a competitive in a lot of games this year. So I, I just like the Bills to win this one. And I'm going to go directly against Hench here. Stephon Diggs, besides a guy named Tyree Kill, is probably in the best receiver in the league this year. Um, over 83 and a half receiving yards is minus 119. He's third in the league in reception yards with 620. And he's gone over 100 in five out of six games. He's been so consistent. I know teams want to stop him, but they just can't. And I'm just hoping this is not a game where Josh Allen kind of plays down to his competition. 
Brady Lemieux on the Pats up to eight and a half. Next, it's commies. It's Giants. It's a great NFC's classic. That's also the Anton Shagor coin flip of the game around these parts. Tighter line than I expected. Told you in the preseason, Washington was headed to the playoffs. I'm sticking with that. And here, I'm taking the commies 20 to 16. Hench, how say you? Uh... I'll get to that in one sec. But first, I feel like Brady Lemieux is actually on the bills to cover if I'm looking at the aggregate score right. But that that's just me. Because um, you both have them winning by 12, and I have the Pats losing by 7, 24-31. Yeah. Brady Lemieux right. has the bills to win by 10, uh, 10.4. Right. Okay. Like the late great Jerry Orbach said at the end of Dirty Nancy, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Congratulations, okay. Bills. Continue. Uh, so – Obviously, the Giants would have won if Daniel Jones had played quarterback last week. I mean, you know, I don't know if there's a way to send a play into the quarterback where there's no possibility of checking to a run, because that's obviously what you have to do. You have to go, oh, and by the way, obviously, this doesn't need to be said to a guy who's been in the league for 13 years. Don't check to a run, right? So so the Giants win that game if they score at the end of the first half. They win that game if uh, if the, the back judge calls any of the 11 fouls on uh, on uh, Darren Waller at the end of the game. And, and this week against against the team that's that's, you know, certainly hard to judge the, the, the commies are so up and down. But I, I think this week that the odds, the bad luck, the bad calls level out Giants 20, 23, 20. Spaghetti go. I'm going 19-9 commanders over the Giants. Look, the Giants still stink. Uh, Andrew Thomas is going to be out. John Michael Schmitz is going to be out. Daniel Jones has not been cleared to contact yet. Did not practice Wednesday, which is not great news. So, you know, I do agree with Hench. If Daniel Jones was in that game, they would have won. Um, I do feel like a lot of people are trying to overcorrect that and be like, if the Giants are going to go on a streak here, they have handled the commanders pretty well in the past. But I, I just don't have not seen enough on the offensive side yet. And I do feel like Brian Robinson touchdown uh, plus 106. That's almost a lock. The Giants have got nine rushing touchdowns this season. It's third in the NFL. Um, I, I don't feel great about this game with all the injuries still. So, yeah, commanders win and cover. Well, see, you just turned that uh, lemon into lemonade by saying you're taking Washington. And now a quick break. Spaghetti. Check of the clock here. Do we have time for Super Bowl 32? We have a very minimal time. Quick, one sentence each. Farvin Elway out, loving Russ in. Sean Payton already on the ropes. He's going to need a standing A count after losing another one at home. Packers get it 31-24. Same score as Super Bowl 32. Hench, I'll say you. Broncos averaged 3.2 yards per pass play last week. Is it the quarterback or is it the guy with the laminate? Because somebody's terrible. Yes, and yeah. Somebody yes. in Denver is terrible. So maybe Sean Payton wants to point fingers in the mirror or at his quarterback. Uh, Packers 23-17. Spaghetti go quick. 24-21, Green Bay over Denver. Jordan Love over 232.5 passing yards, minus 119 on Caesars. Uh, Denver's given up the second most passing yards at 1,608 and the most touchdown passes in the NFL at 14. So bad defense, bad team. Green Bay wins. Appreciate you watching the show, everybody. Leave us a comment in the YouTube section underneath there. Let us know your best plays of the weekend. Go back and listen to the two very fine episodes, a minus three from earlier this week. And with that, we'll talk to you before week eight. I hope your team wins, unless they're playing my team. It's been a thin slice of heaven.